Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sunday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life. Rocket can. Well, I don't know if it's certainty, but the Phoenix Suns are feeling pretty good about themselves. Up to nothing in the NBA Finals. Here to give us a Phoenix perspective is an Arizona Stars guy. He writes for the paper, does uh, sports talk for ESPN Tucson down in the great Southwest. Justin Spears joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you tonight, Justin? I'm doing great, Jody. Thanks for having me. As good as you're doing, I'm doubting you're doing as well as some of those Phoenix Suns because uh, being up 2 nothing is very nice in the NBA final. Being up 2 nothing with two wins under your belt in which you haven't really been pushed to the extremes just yet. They haven't had to go pedal into the metal is even nicer. Did you think these Suns could not only get out to a 2-0 start but not really be all that pushed in the first two games? Honestly, I really did not think this team was capable of getting a 2 nothing start, especially the way Giannis and the Bucks came out in Game 2. I really thought this that was going to be a game that the Bucks would steal going back to Milwaukee. But, you know, i got to give credit to Phoenix. You know, you just never know which one of their star players is going to have a great night. You know, Devin Booker in Game 1 wasn't efficient shooting the ball, but you he had Chris Paul to lean on, who had over 30 points. And then in Game 2, it was Devin Booker, Who's doing most of the scoring uh, with uh, you know over 30 points, and then you have this rock steady force and a guy like DeAndre Ayton, who's just going to be a constant 18 points, 12, 13 rebounds kind of guy. And even in the game two, where he had 10 points and 11 rebounds, he just he just dominated with his presence. You know, on offense, he made all the right shots. He didn't take any bad looks at the rim, and you know he's just been a, a steady force for the Phoenix Suns right there in the paint. And then you look at the complementary players as well. You know, Michael Bridges scoring 27 points. It just, it boggles my mind when I go back and think that the the Philadelphia 76ers traded him, the Philadelphia guy, his mother worked in the organization and they traded him away for Zaire Smith. And I looked at, you know, what Zaire Smith is doing nowadays. And I believe he's playing for the Memphis Hustle, the Grizzlies G League team. So that goes to show you that the Phoenix Suns definitely won that trade. And, you know, all the role players are just stepping up. They know exactly what they need to do. Cameron Johnson campaign, Jay Crowder as that veteran guy. You know, everybody is just playing at the just perfectly at the right moment. And the Phoenix Suns got a 2-0 series lead. So it's looking pretty good for Phoenix. 
Yeah, I'm a Philly guy, so thanks for rubbing salt in the wound about my bridges. That's it. No, 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 no. Leftover effects from the process. Ooh, that all important extra draft pick that they got that they gave up in exchange for Tobias Harris. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it's critical then, critical now, and I'm not going to stop being critical. So no problems with your mentioning <laughs> that. All right, let's not go to one of the young guys. Let's go to the old man in the sea who's doing the phenomenal job, and that's Chris Paul. Um, yeah, because. We're national, and we don't see Phoenix night in, night out like you do. Um, catch them on their national games when they're on TNT. And, oh, by the way, they run much more in the second half than the first half because they were playing as uh, well as they were. Did it? He just seems to fit like a glove with all his teammates. Was that the case from day one? We know that they got hot last year and finished up 8-0 under the bubble, so they started the ball rolling. But then they added Chris Paul, which certainly changed the dynamic of the team. Did it go this good from the get-go, What week one, game one, whatever, or was this something, the melding and coming together of this unit, was it something that happened over time? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought dropping Chris Paul in the middle of this young core, who, like you said, really shined in the bubble, I thought that they were going to be maybe a five seed at best. You know, they'll be a playoff team. They'll get into the six seed. They might even get a seven seed. I did not think that they'd end up with one of the best records in the NBA and finish as the number two seed in the West. Uh, but then you look at just at how he's played, and he fits with what they're doing so perfectly. You know, ever since Devin Booker was drafted by the Suns, it was, okay, he's the cornerstone guy. He signs that big-time contract, becoming the highest-paid player in franchise history in 2018. Okay, then they got this guy by the name of DeAndre Ayton, number one overall. So you have these two young pieces. What do you need to put next to those guys? They needed a point guard that they could count on. And they kind of had that last year with Ricky Rubio, but it, it wasn't to the level, as you obviously see, what, what Chris Paul is playing at right now. And I, I thought Chris Paul was, was going to be huge for this team because I looked at what he did last season with Oklahoma City. When OKC traded away Paul George to the Clippers, getting all these draft picks and then just having this, this old guy, Chris Paul, right in the middle of it, I thought that they were really just going to tank the season. And then lo and behold, they're in the playoffs. So I mean, Chris Paul really is a true leader. Obviously, um, you know, he's the, the president of the players organization. So, you know, he's one of the faces in the NBA, but you know, he's also just so great with young talent. You've seen an increase in Devin Booker in his play. DeAndre Ayton will be the first one to tell you that Chris Paul is the best thing that's ever happened to his career because he's been, that guy that's constantly in his ear pushing him and, and, and pushing his limits. And, and, and a guy like DeAndre Ayton, who's trying to figure it out and, and prove that he's the number one pick in the NBA, uh, you know, to have a guy like Chris Paul like that is just huge. And w- with Monty Williams also as the head coach, who's very much like Chris Paul, they have the, you know, a very similar way of how they go about things. It's just the perfect storm for the Phoenix Suns, but a big credit has to go to Chris Paul and his leadership. Justin Spears from the Arizona Daily Star and ESPN Tucson, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, speaking of ex-Philadelphia 76ers, uh, not all the news is good. Uh, homie is what they called him when he was here in Philadelphia. Dario Saric went down with a injury that's going to set him down, torn ACL, done for the season. 
He doesn't play a lot of minutes for the Suns, but he seems to play crucial minutes for them. And he kind of changes the tempo. They go a little bit smaller when he's in playing a small five position. He's done for the year. How does uh, the coach fill those minutes? Does it mean he needs to lean on Aiton even more? Will they go with an even smaller units and Saric is out? How does his injury affect this team for the rest of the series? So with Dario Saric being sidelined with that injury, like you said, uh, DeAndre Ayton's got to be able to step up big time. I mean, this is his moment right now to show that he is a superstar in this NBA, but he's not going to be able to do it by himself. So, you know, expect to see a lot of Michael Bridges playing the four, playing the four, maybe even a little bit of Jay Crowder if, if they want to get, you know, really small. But one guy who has to step up, and they haven't really relied on him at all during the playoffs, is Frank Kaminsky. Uh, Frank Kaminsky, as you guys all know, came out of Wisconsin, um, has been bouncing around the NBA for a little bit. He's a big body. All they need him to do is just come in, play quality defense, don't get really befuddled you know, on, on the wing when they do those mismatches because you know Phoenix is looking for him. You know, With Devin Booker and Chris Paul on the wing in that pick and roll, they're going to want to expose uh, you know, you know, the bigs. So, um, or excuse me, with, with Milwaukee, you know, they're going to try to want to get those bigs to come out on the wing. So, you know, Frank Kaminsky could just, you know, do his job on defense, get quality rebounds. Um, I, I think he's going to, you know, provide a lot of good minutes for the Phoenix Suns. But I think as of right now, if you're Monty Williams, you got to understand that the way that DeAndre Ayton has been playing, the numbers that he's been put up, I mean, we're talking about him being in the same class as some of the greatest big men to, to do it um, in DeAndre Ayton is playing like that, so I, I expect more minutes to come out of him. All right. Uh, Giannis was a surprise entry into game number one, at least for me. Uh, I did not think he was going to be ready and able to go by game number one. He was. He looked just a step slow that he was pushing it to get back, not 100%. Uh, didn't know if the day off in between was going to improve things in game two, what Churchill looked like it, because he was the Bucks' offense in game number two and at times just stone-cold dominant over the uh, Phoenix defense. But the other two stars on Phoenix have come up small to this point uh, on offense. Both Middleton and Holiday have shot yeah. uh, woeful percentages from what they usually shoot. What has Phoenix done defensively to keep both of these uh, second-line superstars for the Bucks in, in uh, tow so far? Well, I mean, if you look at you know, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, I mean, any clean looks whatsoever. So, I mean, the defense that they're playing on these guys right now, they know that Giannis is going to get his. If, if they're going to allow him to dominate the paint, great. Uh, if they're going to send him to the free-throw line, that's great because – as you can tell, he's really struggling with the free throws and with the, the home with the visiting crowd counting to ten every single time he's at the free throw line. I mean, I think he's shooting like fifty percent from the free throw line. So, you know, I think they're just worried about okay, how can we slow down the other guys? Giannis is gonna get his. But you have guys like Chris Middleton who completely went off in the Eastern Conference Finals. Drew Holiday went off at the Eastern Conference Finals. And those two are the reasons why the Bucks are in position where they are now. And, and same with Brooke Lopez, but, I mean, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, those are the complementary players that really need to step up big time if Milwaukee wants to come back in this series. But, you know, the, the stifling defense, uh, you know, on the perimeter with, with Chris Paul and, 
And, you know, even Devin Booker at times. I know Devin Booker, you know, can sometimes be a liability on defense. But, I mean, I think he's uh, big time as well. But, the, you know, another, you know, big time defender that they have is Jay Crowder. And Jay Crowder has been in the NBA Finals prior to this year. He's been in a lot of playoff games. He's guarded a lot of big time players. If, you know, so if there's anybody on the Phoenix Suns that's built for this moment, it's certainly a guy like Jay Crowder, and he's certainly helped them big time defensively. As we're doling out uh, reasons for the Suns being in the position they're in, NBA final up to nothing. Your general manager, James Jones, who has already garnered executive of the year, has got to get a ton of credit for that. Yes, the Chris Paul signing sticks out like a sore thumb, but that Jay Crowder signing that you just uh, related to, was also huge. Jay Crowder just seems to end up on teams that go deep in the playoffs. Miami wanted to keep him but wouldn't go past one year. Phoenix gave him a three-year deal. How was that received when the deal first came down? Three years for Jay Crowder. Were uh, Phoenix fan, Phoenix media as much behind it as it now looks like they should have been because he's been a key addition to this team? You know, kind of, you know, not nearly like Chris Paul. I mean, people were excited about Chris Paul, uh, but nobody was jumping for joy thinking, oh, man, the Phoenix Suns are going to win the NBA championship. So with Jay Crowder, when he signed, I mean, it was really received as, okay, this is a veteran guy. The Phoenix Suns have had a handful of veteran players who have stopped through this team and didn't really do anything. You know, a a guy that I could think of is, you know, maybe even uh, Trevor Ariza, or Eric Bledsoe, you know, just there have been so many guys between the last time they made the playoffs in 2010 until now that have just kind of been through Phoenix and been through this this cycle of, okay, they're going to come in, they're going to play a year or two, and then they're going to sign with another team or get traded or be out of the league. So Jay Crowder wasn't necessarily a move that people thought was going to move the needle, but hindsight I mean, there's a method to James Jones' madness. Getting Chris Paul to, to match up with the young talent and the, and the budding stars in Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, and then you add in, you know, Jay Crowder to also be kind of like that role player who's a veteran to even help out some of the younger guys in Cameron Johnson and Michael Bridges. I mean, it's just a perfectly placed roster. And have they had a little bit of luck go their way? With injuries on the other side, absolutely. But every person, every player knows their role on this team, and they're perfecting it, and Jay Crowder is one of them. He's going to be that guy that's going to give you some quality minutes, get rebounds, uh, score when you need him to score. And, yeah, I think he's just been so beneficial. And it's just crazy to think that, you know, when he first signed here, nobody thought he was really going to do anything. And then now uh, he's one of the best role players they got. All right, regular season, the Phoenix Suns were the best road team in the NBA, had more road victories than anyone else, 24. Now here in the postseason, they're 6-2 and two on the road again. So going away from their home arena has not been a deterrent at all. Why do you think Phoenix has been the best road team in the NBA this year? Well, I think Chris Paul uh, is that guy that just, just keeps everybody level-headed. Monty Williams. His approach never changes. I mean, you listen to the way that he talks to these guys. I mean, he keeps everybody sane. And I also got to say it, too. There's a little bit of that killer instinct in Devin Booker. 
the one game that I will always go to is the elimination game against the L.A. Lakers. When you have LeBron James and his team with their backs against the wall, and it was Devin Booker going out putting 47 points and making sure that the Lakers had no chance of ever coming back into that game. Uh, there's just something different about this team, but you know this is the NBA Finals, and now we're going really going to see what these Phoenix Suns are made of. Can they go out and really get the job done? Because you know the Milwaukee, they're not just going to roll over. You know they they've been down 2-0 in the playoffs. Just this, so you did you know the Deer District. It's going to be loud. It's going to be rowdy, and I'm not sure if the Phoenix Suns have played an environment like this all season long. So. Uh, we're going to really see what this, this team is made of on the road. But like you said, you know, they've done so well on the road. And I expect them to ha- have a, uh, some, some great performances in game three and game four. All right. We know Dario Saric is done for the year, but Torrey Craig came out with a bit of a knee issue in game number two. Um, uh, taking Saric out is one thing. Taking two of your backup bigs is another. You mentioned it has to be that much more. They're going to lean on eight and that much more. But that's a pretty significant. You don't think of either one of them as significant losses by themselves, but combined, does that put the Suns at a major disadvantage in game number three? Absolutely. You know, you need as much depth as possible, and Torrey Craig um, has earned those minutes in, in the postseason. So not having Dario Sarge, not having Torrey Craig, guys, that you know you can stick out there and give Devin Booker a breather for a few minutes, or heck, even give DeAndre Ayton a breather for a few minutes. You're not going to have that luxury anymore. But you know what? The Phoenix Suns—they didn't participate in the postseason last year. They they were a part of the bubble. They went eight and zero, and then you know their season was was cut short uh, just before the postseason. They had all that time to rest. They had they've had all this year. You know, now's the time for Monty Williams to really ride with his horses, ride with the guys that got him to this point. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to hurt for depth-wise, and, you know, DeAndre Ayton isn't maybe going to get that extra minute of rest. I mean, but this is the NBA Finals, and you got to be ready to go, and I think they will be. Yeah, and, oh, by the way, it's, uh, the ironic thing is you mentioned him earlier. They might have to lean on uh, Kaminsky for the first time for any serious minutes in this postseason. And he, of course, is a Wisconsin guy going home. But if he's going to do the right thing by his team now, he's got to play big in a Suns uniform in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, great stuff. Absolutely. Appreciate you coming on board, Justin. Thank you much. And uh, if uh, within the next week or so the Suns win one, enjoy the party. Hey, thank you for having me, guys. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Justin Spears, Arizona Daily Star columnist and host on ESPN Tucson. Jordan Mack here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We'll continue the NBA talk. We can go elsewhere if you so desire. Get aboard with me. You've got the number, 855-212-4227. Hop on with the Mac Man on CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.